Okay, so tonight, um, like disclaimer, there's no raid to talk about. Let's just finish this sugya and we can get back to Mishmaika sugyas tomorrow night. Um, so we'll start again from the Mishnah on Tezayin Amad Aleph. We transitioned from the sugyas of we transitioned from the sugyas of doing business with Akum before their holiday because it's Azul Moida, Lufnei Iver, causing them to praise their Abed Zara, La Yisham Al Picha. That was the first 10 block. <coughs> we then changed into straight up doing business with um, We had a couple missionists of that, of that sort. We then transitioned to the Isser of doing business with Goyim in general. Not, not anything to do with Avedizara per se, just general business Isser. So on that theme, the Mishnah on Tezayin continued. In you're not allowed to sell them bears or lions. Dangerous animals. Rashi says that they could cause harm with them. Anything that could cause public harm, you're not allowed to sell to them. That's what we're going to be focused on tonight. The second half of the Mishnah, you're not allowed to help them build. A basiliki is a tall building, a tall, broad stage kind of thing that they used to have their court over there and it looked very prestigious but the bad part was when they finished your trial they quickly pushed you over right on the spot and that's how they killed you so you're not allowed to help them build that and same thing gardum is also another high building that they used to use to um, uh, judge Dina and Fashis. it's stadia is a stadium where they had bullfights and they used to have like wild animals kill people that were that were political prisoners. Ubima, and it's just a tall tower that they used to push people out of. But the point is all the same. They killed people in these cases. Now we said the other night, you have to work this out. If it's through the legal process, there's nothing wrong with the government killing someone if you had a fair, whatever you call fair trial for, for those days. Obviously, these are talking about indiscriminate killing of people for no good reason. That's already past the limits. Avil, but you could participate in building bimusais. We said it's Machlikas Rashi Taisis. Rashi says this is like a general purpose building. Inside the building, they may use a room that they may put an altar and they may sacrifice on that altar. But since it's only two steps removed, it's a tashmish, the tashmish, it's the building that will house the room, that will house the altar, that will be used for sacrifice. It is mutter. Taisvis mamish hacks that and says, no way. First of all, tashmish with tashmish is also. Second of all, the building itself has religious significance. So Taisvis learns this word, not bimusais with a base, dimusais with a dalit, and it's some type of building that they use to house natural springs. So let's say there was an underwater spring, they would build a house around it, that was called a dimusais, and that fits the next word of the Mishnah, ubeis marchatzais, bathhouses as well. The point of this mission is that one is able to participate in civil projects together with the guy, that there's no killing and there's no religious significance. But every city needs a bathhouse, every city needs public utilities, one is able to participate in that. But even when building a civil building, when you reach the top, and they would always put like a little minaret or statue or something 
to their Avedizar, Higil Akipo, and they would reach the top, Shema Midamba and Avedizar, that they would place there. And Avedizar then also lived nice. At that point, you have to pull back and let them finish on their own without you. And we read the first couple lines of Gemara on Thursday night. Omar Rabchanan Barabchista. Va'amrila Omar Rabchanan Barova. Omar Rav. Rav. Let's just call it Rav. Chayagasa. These animals in the Mishnah, so we are familiar with the difference between a behema daka and a behema gasa. Our Mishnah, the Gemara assumes for the meantime, a bear or a lion is a chayagasa. So how do we treat a chayagasa? So, Amr of Chanan Barav Chistav, Amr of Chanan Barav, Amr Rav, chayagasa harei ki behema daka. A chayagasa is like a behema daka lepirkus. As far as rigor mortis, which means we said Thursday night that a, a, a behemoth daka, which is more spry and capable of movement, what we look for after it dies to make sure it wasn't the trefa is that it's able to move two ways, that it extends its hand and pulls its hand back, or pulls its hand back and then extends it. If a behemoth daka cannot move two movements from its limb, there was not enough life left in the animal, and it was a trefa when you shafted it, and you're not allowed to eat it. A chayagasa, says the Gemara, should have as much energy as a behemadaka, and when you shaft it, obviously an animal that, that you could eat. We're not talking about a bear or a lion, we're talking about some type of deer, or some type of mountain goat that, that was a chaya that is shaftable, so that is like a behemoth daka, and in order for it to be kosher, even if it's a behemoth gasa, if it's a chaya gasa, it needs two movements. But this is the point. A chaya gasa of our Mishnah is not like a behemoth daka when it comes to selling a tagai, i.e., okay, unless there's a local custom not. It is across the board usr. So if you want to read this in English, Rav says it is usher to sell a chayegasa to a guy. Period. Va'ani Yomer, and this is Rav Hanan who is quoting Rav, I myself say, I beg to differ. Va'ani Yomer, no, af l'mechira. Even when it comes to selling it to a guy, a chayegasa, a chayegasa when selling to a guy is like a behemadaka that in principle it's mutter unless there's a local custom that it's usher. Magam shenagu limkar meichret, if there's a custom to sell, it's fine. Shaloi limkar ein meichret. So we have a machlegas, forget all the other fluff. We have a machlegas in Rav and Rav Hanan. Rav says it is always usher to sell a chayagasa to a guy. Rav Hanan says it's mutter to sell a chayagasa to a guy unless there's a minig not to. Okay, let's see how this works out. Tanan, a meichel and dubim of arayis, you're not allowed to sell them bears or lions. V'leikol davar sheyesh b'nezik l'rabim. The only kinds of chayagasa that it's usher to sell to guy are those that pose a public danger. But not usher and gansen like Rav would have you believe. Taima, it's only because the ispanezik l'rabim. There is a public danger. If there isn't a public danger, it is mutter in principle to sell a chayagasa to a guy 
Problem for Rav. Omar Rabba Barula Ba'arishavar Va'aliba Yehuda. We are talking about an injured lion, and this is Rabbi Yehuda's shita. If you remember in the last Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda said, an injured animal you're able to sell to a guy because there's no fear he's going to work it on Shabbos. So says the Gemara, in order to make Rav work with our Mishnah, Rav says it is usher to sell a behemoth, a guy, period. No exceptions. So why does our Mishnah limit the Isser of selling a Chayagasa Tagai to only those that pose a public hazard. It sounds like otherwise it would be mutter to sell a Chayagasa to a guy. Says Rav, you know why? Because it's injured. The lion of our Mishnah is an injured lion. The bear of our Mishnah is an injured bear. But otherwise you wouldn't be able to sell Tagai and Rav is correct. And therefore, says the Gemara, that's why you're able to sell a lion to a guy, even though Rav holds that Chayagasa is also to ever sell to a guy, except if it's injured, like Rabbi Yehuda's Shita. Rabbi Ashi says a similar carrot, but slightly modified. Rabbi Ashi, Omar, Stam Ari, Shavar Hu'etzamalacha. Your average lion, it's a Zayvi, it's injured, when it comes to work, which means an injured cow you wouldn't use for work because it doesn't do a good job. A lion, in general, is like a broken, is like a cow with a broken leg. You're not using it for work. It's just not conducive for work. Even if you have it tamed, even if it's like the olden days, the lions weren't so dangerous, even, 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 it's just not conducive for work. They're not known to be good work animals, lions. So says Rabashi, it doesn't literally have to be injured. It doesn't physically have to be injured. But a lion, as far as usefulness of work, is always in a status of being injured, i.e. useless for work. And that's why our Mishnah allows you to sell a lion to a guy unless it poses a public hazard. But otherwise, Rav would maintain if it's not an injured animal or not an animal that is bad for work, but an animal that's good for work, every Chayagasa, for instance, classy example, a wild donkey is usher to sell to a guy because they are good for work, but they're a Chayagasa and Rav would maintain they are always usher to be sold to a guy. Asks the Gemara Meisvei, it is mafurish. Just like you cannot sell to a guy a behemagasa, you cannot sell to a guy a chayagasa. And even in a place where a behemadaka is mutter, because that's subject to local custom, you are not allowed to sell them a chayagasa, period. So, we had a machlekes to start tonight. Rav said it's usher to sell, sell them a chayagasa. Ruchanan says it's mutter to sell them a chayagasa. Well, we just had a brisa that clearly, explicitly cited like Rav, that is usher to sell them a chayagasa, cited against Ruchanan, who said it's mutter to sell them a chayagasa, Rav is right, Rav Hanan is wrong. Tiyufta de Rav Hanan Barova Tiyufta. Rav Hanan Barova is slugged up. Okay. So here's the deal. Even though it's like 50 lines till the two dots, 
We just learned all of the information that we will learn tonight. We're going to try to make a run for the two dots because let's, let's like rip the bandaid off at once. Um, let, let's, not nice to say about a Gemara, but let, let's, let's finish this Gemara. Let's try to finish this Gemara tonight. We have all of the information we're going to have. It's just going to be presented in different ways. Our Mishnah talks about selling a lion and a bear to a guy, and our Mishnah limits it to a case of public danger, which is not really our sugya. We're really here to talk about the Isser of Meicher Behem Agas and Chayagas Rav holds it is always also to sell a Chayagas to a guy, period. Rav Hanan holds it's always mutter to sell Chayagas to a guy. Now, our Mishnah was problematic like Rav, because our mission sounds like it's okay unless it's a public safety issue. We have to answer, yeah, because our mission is talking about one with a broken leg. The Brisa is totally damning to Reb Hanan. The Brisa is totally against Reb Hanan. The Brisa says, no, it is usher to sell a Chayagasa, period. And that was the end of Reb Hanan. So after round one, the Mishnah was slightly shver on Rav, but we answered it. The Brisa was totally shver on Reb Hanan, and Reb Hanan folded. We're going to do that a few ways. Says the Gemara, Ravina Rami Masnisa na Brisa. Ravina, in fact, asked the stira <coughs> from the Mishnah to the Brisa. The Mishnah seems to say it's fine to sell a Chayagasa to a guy as long as it doesn't pose a public safety threat. The Brisa seems to say it is usher to sell a Behemagasa to a guy, period. Umishani, and he answered it. How so? Let's listen. Tanan, in our Mishnah, we learn, you're not allowed to sell them bears and lions, and anything that poses a public safety threat, time it's only usr. Because it's a public safety threat, if there's no public safety threat, you're able to sell. Our Mishnah is mashma that there's nothing inherently, intrinsically wrong with the Chayagasa, except the public threat issue. Vira mini bon, I'll ask you a stira. Kishem she mechen behemagasa, kachen mechen chayagasa. The brisa is explicit. You cannot sell to a guy a chayagasa. No public safety threat exclusion, period. You can't sell chayagasa to a guy. Vafil mechen mechen behemadaka, chayagasa mechen. Umishani, so the Mishnah we answer is talking about Ari Shavar Valiba Dervihuda. It's talking about a lion with a broken leg, that's why it's mutter. And Rabashi said, like we said before, Stam Ari Shavar And Ari is Shavar Now the Gemara asks the Kasha. We've been talking about a Chayagasa the whole night. Is a Chayagasa mutter to sell to a guy? Rav says, no, you're not allowed. Rav Hanan says, yes, you are allowed. And we've been talking about our Mishnah. Oh, our Mishnah's Mashmah, you could sell a lion to a guy, a bear to a guy, unless it's a public safety threat. Because me, you, and all of us, and the Gemara, fell for the assumption a lion's a Chayagasa, right? Ask Zerasi, who says a lion is a Chayagasa? I think in those days, their lions were like cats, maybe like bobcats. They weren't like when you go to the zoo and you see this huge animal that's six feet long, the, the, the lines didn't look like that. So, Maskifla Rabashi says, says the Gemara, Maskifla Nachman, I'm sorry, Maskifla Nachman, Man Leimalon, who is to tell us the Ari Chayagasa who? 
that an Ari is a Chayagasa, that therefore you asked on our Mishnah on Rav, Dilma Chayadaki, maybe the reason it's permissible in our Mishnah is because a lion isn't, after all, a Chayagasa, and therefore you would have no problems. Our Mishnah is talking about something we're not discussing. Rav and Rav are discussing a Chayagasa. The Mishnah is talking about an Ari. An Ari is a Chayadaka. Who says, who says a, a lion is a Chayagasa? Says the Gemara. Answer, answers the Gemara. Rab Ashi Daik Maslisa Numaisiv to Yufta. Rab Ashi was Medayik our Mishnah, and that's why he asked our Kasha. Tanan, it says in our Mishnah, dugan you're not allowed to sell them bears and lions. Taima, it's only ushered this Benezek Rabin because it's a public safety threat. Halas Benezek, if there's no public safety threat, you are able to sell them a bear and a lion. But Taima, Ari, and it's only because it's a it's a lion, but anything else that could do malacha, you're not able to sell it. So Tysus explains from the fact, if you look in the Tysus Dimar Maschal, um, Rabashi says, says Tysus, explains Tysus to Gemara, why did it pick lion of all animals? Because the only reason a lion is mutter is because it's incapable of doing work. Otherwise, a lion is a chayagasa, and we see that a lion is a chayagasa. Tiyufta, Durbchana, Baraba, Tiyufta, like we said before, that we see clearly that only a, a lion that's broken can you sell, otherwise, you can't. The chayagasa, that's the more fine. We finish the sugya. Fine. Chayagasa, Mia, my Malach Avda. I don't understand. If now that we slugged up Rabchana, and Rav is correct, Rav who maintained the whole time that a Chayagas is usher to sell to a guy, why is it usher to sell to a guy? Because it's going to do malacha. Asks the Gemara the million dollar question What work does anyone do with a Chayagasa? If the reason it's usher to sell a Chayagasa to a guy is because, is because it doesn't do, it does work, what work does a Chayagasa do? Says the Gemara of Chayagasa Mias, my Malacha Avda. What work does a Chayagasa do? Amr Abaya, Amli Mar Yehuda, Debe Mar Yuchni, Tachni Rechayim Baraydi. You use a wild donkey to power the mill, and it's a very, very good source of power. Tachni Berechayim, you grind the, the mill, Baraydi, with a wild donkey. Okay, and then the Gemara just ends off. This is easy. I know I'm flying, but I will hazard it. And you'll see that after that first Gemara, there's nothing new. He told us as follows. Now, Rabbi Yehuda was famously a Talmud of two yeshivas. He was a Talmud of Rav and a Talmud of Shmuel. We find throughout Shas, Amr Rabbi Yehuda Amr Rav and Amr Rabbi Yehuda Amr Shmuel. So, Reb says, when we were learning by Rabbi Yehuda, he said, Amrlan, he told us, Gamruminai, listen to me, learn from me, Hamilsa, the following thing, please listen to me, the following thing, Demegavra Rabba Shmili, because I heard it from someone great. Now, when most people say, 
they heard something from someone great, it's very easy who they're referring to, their Rebbe. But when Rabbi Yehuda says he heard something great, he heard something from someone great, it's not so simple. Because he learned by two of the greatest, Rav and Shmuel. So when Rabbi Yehuda says, listen to me the following sugya, because I heard it from someone great, who is he talking about? Is he talking about Rav or is he talking about Shmuel? Yadana, and I don't know. Ime Rav, Ime Shmuel. We'll try to prove it in a second. But what did he tell us? Chaya Gasa Harehu Lepirkus. The first halach we started with. That Chaya Gasa, even though it's a huge animal, when you shecht it, you need to see out of it two movements to certify that it wasn't trefa when you shecht it, rather than one movement. When you shecht a cow. It is so fat and massive, it's enough if it just makes one movement. It's not a trefa. When you shecht a little sheep, you want to see two movements because it's little, it's spry, it has energy. Therefore, you expect, if it's not a trefa, to see two movements. A chayagasa, since chayas are more jumpy than behemis, I expect even a chayagasa to have two movements. And if you shecht a chayagasa and it doesn't have two movements, it's a trefa. That halacha I heard from Rabbi Huda, and Rabbi Huda said he heard it from his Rebbe, and I don't know which Rebbe he's referring to. Says the Gemara, okay. When I came to the city Durkanaya, I found Rabbi Chiyabar Ashi saying in the name of Shmuel. The Chayagasa, that a Chayagasa needs to have two movements after Shechita like a Behemadaka. Oh, I nailed it. I see that. Who did Rabbi Yehuda get this halacha from? Shmuel. Amina Shmamina Meshmei the Shmuel Itmar. Good. But then Kiyasa Lesura, when I came to Sura, Ashkachtia Lurabba Bar Yirmiya, the Yosef Akarmel Shmei the Rav, Chayagasa Rekemadaka Pirkus. Then I came to Surah. I heard Rabbi Yirmiya darshaning it in the name of Rav that a Chayagasa needs two movements like a Behemadaka. Amina, Shmamina, Itmar Mishmei, Derav, Vitmar Mishmei, the Shmuel. So when Rabbi Huda was quoting it, he wasn't quoting one Rabbi. He was quoting both of his Rabbeim at least. Says the Gemara, Kislikas Lahasam, when I finally went up to Eretz Yisrael, I found Reb Asi, the Yosef Akamar, Omar Reb Chama Bar Guria, that Reb Asi was calling Reb Chama Bar Guria, Mishmei Derav, Chayagasa, and Kemadaka Lepirkas. That a Chayagasa is like a Behemadaka for Pirkas. Again, the same halacha. Amrile, I said, Vlesavalamar, Daman, Mar, Deshmaitza, Rabba Bar Yirmiya. Don't you know this is in the name of Rabbi Bar Yirmiya? Rab Asi, why are you quoting Rab Chama Bar Guria in the name of Rab? Why aren't you quoting Rab Yirmiya in the name of Rab? Amalei pas Black clothing. So black clothing, believe it or not, is a term of endearment for Talmidei Chachamim. Rashi explains that they push it, they don't have time to, to clean their clothing. They're so busy they're so busy in, in Bismedrish, they're really getting involved. A million of dollars. A baseball player, like when he comes after the game and his uniform is, is all full of dirt, 
like he, he slid and he dove and he caught a diving catch. That guy had a good game. His clothing are filthy. He got into it. If a, if a baseball player comes after nine innings and he looks like a guy, you know, that came straight out of the shower, like the guy played right field and didn't touch the ball and struck out five times. If, if, if a car mechanic, if you walk into your car mechanic and the guy's hands are black from grease and his shirt is full of smudges and his like elbows are ripped, that guy's a good car mechanic. He gets involved in the kishkas of the car. If you walk in and your car mechanic looks like a stockbroker, then this guy doesn't know what he's doing. You don't want to have your car fixed by him. So a term of endearment for a tamachacham is leaking and learning. Oh, you also have black clothing. That, that's how he told him. Rav Asi told him, he said, ah, you have black clothing. Pasi uchma. Between me and you, between the name, the chain of command you gave and the chain of command I gave, between me and you, the sugya will come out. Itmar Nami, that's how he learned it. Amr Zera, who started this. Amr Asi, in the name of Rab Asi. Amr Yumri Ba'aba, that's the name Rab Zera added. Amr Abhama Barguria is the name Rab Asi quoted, but you see they were all part of the chain. Omar Rav, Chayagasa Hareki Behemadakala Pirkus, a Chayagasa, even though it's a huge fat animal. And by a behema, we can only expect one movement after shechita. Since it's a chaya, we could expect two movements after shechita, like a behema daka. End of sugyas. Just like mamash, a one-minute recap. We have two halachas. We're trying to talk about a chaya gasa. In the rest of shas, we're always being mechal between behema gasa and behema daka. How you kind of behema gasa, how you kind of behema daka, how you shechta behema gasa, how you shechta behema daka, see money trafers, etc., 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 etc. We want to talk for one night about a chayagasa. So first of all, one, one issue which is 100% clear, not up for dispute, a chayagasa is expected to move after shita like a behemadaka. And that is 100% clear. What, what wasn't clear, is it from Shmuel, is it from Rav, is it from Rav Asi, is it from Zera, is it from Rebir? The answer is all of the above. That's one Allah, let's push that out of the way. The other Allah is something we've been busy with for a couple blot now, a behemagasa you're not allowed to sell to a guy. Having a chayagasa. Rav says a chayagasa is also to sell to a guy like a behemagasa. Reb Hanan, who was quoting Rav, said no. A behemagasa is mutter to sell to a guy unless there's a minignatu. We then had a Mishnah that's mashma. It's only also to sell a chayagasa if it's a public nuisance. We then had a brisa that said it is 100% usher to sell a chayagasa, and that is how we shlugged up Rav Hanan and Paskin like Rav, that it is usher to sell a chayagasa to a guy. And that is everything we learned tonight. It was presented two ways, but that is everything we learned tonight. Let's pause and get a good, and then tomorrow we can move on to, um, to greener sugis. Yeah.